This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Talk to me. Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. Hey, I'm Leo. I'm Lauren. And I'm Trevor. And welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 393. Here's a Boo Crew Fright Fact in Thai West 2022. Does that make sense? Yeah. Pearl, during Pearl's climactic monologue, there were 17 shots that lasted for a total of 7 minutes and 57 seconds. The final shot in the sequence lasted for 5 minutes and 36 seconds. Nice. What And uh, what's the one new one with Halsey that they're working on now? Oh, that looks- Maxine, is that what it's called, yes. Leo? Yes. I'm looking forward to it. So it takes place nice. in the 80s. It does. Yeah, 80s is a great time, man. Great time. All right. Well, we are very sorry to disappoint you. There was Ooh, no. Oh, that was so Canadian. That was Canadian. Jeez. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> that almost needs an edit. Nope. Okay. I'm sorry. Stay. We're leaving it in. <laughs> Stay All right. In. I'm very sorry, eh, to disappoint. Uh, no, but there's no special guest this week. It's just the three of us for the first time in a very long time it seems so please accept our sincere apologies for the bounty that you are about to receive (laughs) so it's always an open invitation to rate and write us a quick review on apple Podcasts. is one of the many ways hearing from you is the lifeblood of the boot crew whenever we do these non-interview episodes we'll take the chance to read your review at the top of the show uncle leo what do you got over there in your big burlap bloody sack we got one from uh time traveling sloth i love that handle he says i never miss an episode the Boo Crew are awesome, and I always look forward to listening to their episodes. You can tell that the crew have a blast making and sharing the podcast. They get some excellent guests and do great deep dives into all things horror. Definitely give this a listen if you love horror, want to hear from industry people about their films, keep up with horror-related news, and just want to hear some good people make a great podcast. Thanks, Boo Crew. You're always a bright spot in my day. And that was... Time traveling sloth, five stars. Yeah, wow. Time traveling sloth. Thank you so much for the kind, kind words. Thank you for listening. And I'm wondering if you've used your time travel powers to go into the future and figure out if we ever get any good at this. If you can let us know, that would right. be great. Oh. All right, Leo, what else you got, oh, man? man? All right, I got one from uh, It's Me, Mario85. F the haters. Sounds like Eminem. Just wanted to give you guys your roses. As a person who works in the industry, working with a lot of your guests, I enjoy the amazing intros for each guest and the in-depth questions. Hoping a feature IDP will eventually make it on here. Cheers. Five stars. Aw. Did you say it was a DP? Yep. Wow. That's so cool. That is incredible. It's a me Mario. That's right, right? Is that who, who it was? Yep. Now I wonder who it is. I know, right? Is it Maxime Alexandra in a, a pseudonym, maybe? That'd be funny. But thank you. Thank you very, very much. That's really nice. Yes. And you got one more, Leo? Yeah, I got one more. And uh, this is from CG313. So I don't know what 313 is. It's like, a, what was that band that does 303, remember? Oh, yeah. Remember They're we from, uh, did that Denver song? Or something? Which one? Why? Shut the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what was it? All right, go on. Go on. I digress. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't don't know trust me. That was it. Is. Don't trust me. That was the song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So CG three one three. Not sure where, where that is, but I'm sure it's a area code. It sounds like they write funny and passionate horror fans deliver stellar podcast. I've been listening to the Boo Crew for years, and they just keep getting better. Trevor, Lauren, and Leo are highly knowledgeable and passionate about the horror genre and make you feel like you're a part of a conversation with your fellow horror-loving friends. They are welcoming and highly complimentary of all their guests. Trevor's guest introductions are the stuff of legends. Wow. Whether they are conducting interviews, talking the newest horror film, or talking about their personal lives, they they are always personable and lovely. Five stars. That would be from Detroit, Michigan area. Thank you so much for listening out there. And thanks for being part of the family. And I hope you listening don't get put off by us reading these reviews to each other. Because we really, really love hearing them. And oftentimes we don't get a chance to sit and go through them. So to have Leo go through them or Lauren or myself kind of go, you know, pick through what's what's the latest ones and uh, share them with each other really makes us feel good, really fuels the fire that's behind this show and helps us connect with you listening even more so so we really appreciate it yeah it's really needed especially after my kids tell me i'm like the worst mom ever yeah it just it kind of (laughs) heals yeah i got told that a couple times this week yeah today was a a particularly rough morning with that because i control amazon i was the one who said uh, delay this package, please, so I could piss my child off. Yeah, That's was, exactly what I did. It was Star Wars Day at camp today, and they all oh, had no. Star Wars outfits that were ordered, and the one that was supposed to come, of course, did not show up, and it was uh, our, uh, yeah. two of our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't only one of them, the actual costumes showed up, and two of them not. The one that, like, cares the least. Yeah, exactly. The other uh, ones, yeah, the other ones that were looking forward to it for, like, I don't know, a month not there you know you know i, th- I think i have a theory i'm not sure but you know i know you know prime day was just a few days ago and then a million people ordered the same ninja jet blender whatever yeah. you know. so they're still catching up because I, I ordered something it was like vitamin or something and it was supposed to come the next day and it took three days see so it, it's not me like it's prime behind. i'm gonna tell them to blame prime for them not being able to dress up for star wars day but hey one of them showed up the second they got back from and then what did they do they jumped in the outfits like nothing ever happened and they've been playing and happy ever since so it all worked out and it all worked out in the end all right well thank you so much for sharing the love and support we appreciate it more than you know please keep it coming apple podcasts if you want to rate us five stars that'd be amazing write us a review we'll read it at the top of the show when we do these non-interview messes that you're hearing right now so we're going to move on to sweet streams and what's new in the world of horror cinema so eight-year-old peter is cursed by an incessant tapping from inside the wall when his parents keep telling him it's all in his head he begins to believe they are hiding a dark secret cobweb is in theaters friday this one looks really really cool 
two Boo Crew alumni, Kyle Gallner and Holland Roden, play an engaged couple who are in the process of cleaning and flipping one of their recently deceased parents' houses. After a night of drug-fueled fun, terror ensues in Mother May I. That'll be on VOD Friday. Previous guest Robert England was telling us all about this one. Your chance to see it this weekend on VOD. Rob stars alongside Danielle Harris and Bill Mosley. It's about a small-town babysitter who fights to survive a serial killer on Halloween Eve. Natty Knox should most definitely be on your TV set or device. And new on Blu-ray with an exclusive steelbook at Walmart. One of our all-time faves, Deadstream. If you somehow missed this, you need to get on this. Besides the incredible film, you're going to get audio commentary, deleted scenes, a look at the special effects, bloopers, test footage. The sound design is covered. The mixing is covered. And true scary stories from the set. As I believe that when we talked to Joseph and Vanessa, that house was purportedly haunted that they filmed yeah. in. Yeah. So ours is in the mail right now, apparently, and should be here. It should have been here today. It's delayed. <laughs> it's here today. So I'm looking for, I hope it comes for this weekend because I'm really looking. People are posting the teaser videos and everything and uh, them getting the package. I can't wait to dive into this thing. And Me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw a little like clips. Yeah. They were posting clips of the special, uh, the practical effects and the monster creations and everything like that. Oh my God. It looks so, it, it, and they really did a really good job at filming all the behind the scenes stuff. It's really archived very well. And I just can't wait. I love Vanessa and Joseph and of course Melanie Stone in that one as well uh, yeah. in separate headlines and latest in horror news we finally have an idea when we're getting the long promised Pet Cemetery prequel it's called Bloodlines and that's going to premiere Friday October 6th exclusively on Paramount Plus this goes back to a young Judd Crandall in 1969 it's the d- directorial debut of Lindsay Anderson Beer and it stars our good friend Natalie Allen Lind David Duchovny Jackson White Pam Greer and Henry Thomas that is quite the cast and finally here the film everyone is talking about is Danny and Michael Philippou's ingenious masterpiece talk to me it opens everywhere July 28th on the next episode of the boo crew an in-depth convo with Danny and Michael that you won't want to miss and funnily enough Leo almost did <laughs> yeah. You get I mean, hear. they would try to send me to a screening in Berlin. I, I should have taken it. Those rack of rack of bastards. <laughs> it's so funny because we recorded the interview and Leo comes in like halfway through and, you know, the rack of rack of voices like light up. It was so funny, man. They're like the coolest people yes. in the world. They really are. Yeah. We saw them yesterday. Yeah, so we got a chance, Leo, we got a chance to go see, well, we, we obviously, nice. you were invited as well, but you couldn't make it. Yes, yes. The, yeah, the yeah. LA, an LA screening, a special LA, was it the LA premiere? I think, maybe. It's been, well, it's played at the Arrow, remember, as part of oh, Beyond yeah. Fest, so it's been doing like, you listening might have already had a chance to see it, it's been doing little festival rounds and different, you know, one-off screenings, kind of all over America, really, and they had another one in L.A., so this is the second time that we had the opportunity to go, so hell yeah, we were going to go, so we showed up, and who was standing in the lobby? Danny and Michael! So awesome. Oh, man, it was so great. They were like, Boo Crew! Gave us a big hug, and I was like, Guess who ain't here? Leo! (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, What the fuck? Yes! Oh, no. I can't believe, Leo, I can't believe you missed the second opportunity to see this thing. It's so good. Like, you must have been like, Ah, God, I can't believe I haven't watched this thing yet. You know what's going to happen? They're going to show up when I'm in the the middle of my bubble bath. They're going to scoop a jar full of it and put it on eBay or some shit. I know they are. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god door now. that is like one of the best videos if you go on the the racka racka channel on youtube what is it called what is that particular one called leo is it just called like bath water or something <laughs> Yeah, bathwater or something. Something like that. They sell uh, a porn star named Riley Reed's bathwater on eBay. And you just... It's... It's not what it sounds like it is. It is one of the craziest videos I have yeah. ever seen. These guys put so much thought into absolutely every single thing they do. It is controlled chaos in the best way possible. And this yeah. film that they've created has got such a, like an emotional core. And even they, they are such emotional guys. They did a speech before they, the movie played thanking their father. It was so sweet. Like I was tearing up when they were yes. talking about it because they brought yeah. their dad to see the movie at the LA screening yeah. and they were like you believed in us and like you let us fuck up the house and yeah you, you, know. you put us uh, you, you let it you let us put a green screen up in our you know our garage or whatever you know you gave us the whole area to put a green screen in and I've always said yes and never said no whether you liked it or not. And uh, yeah, it was so emotional. And I just love those guys so much. I'm so happy they also, for them. You know, they also made a video. No, I, was, I was telling them right after the interview, we were having a, qu- a quick chat, walking out of the studio, you know? And I was telling them, I go, hey, that video you guys posted, like the journey of making that movie, yes, was so touching because it showed like things that we never see. Like, like, you know, like they took a meeting with Atomic Monster. They took a meeting with A24, you know? And they took a... They're showing like the Sundance experience, you know, like they didn't believe that Sundance would, would accept it and they did. And like, and, it, it's, it's like a huge Cinderella story, but yeah. And, and, and like touching. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Cause I was, I actually watched that. I was telling Lauren the same thing. Like the fact that, you know, they're, they come from that YouTube world where they document and film everything so well and right. honestly, and to watch them, their humbleness show during all the stuff that was happening to them. Like, I was tearing up watching that. Like, you know, them finding out that Stephen King wants to watch their movie. And yeah, the Atomic right. Monster meeting. And you get to see all that in that little kind of quick montage that they put together of their journey of that film. It's astounding. Yeah. And the movie does not disappoint, obviously. And, you know, everyone's going to have a chance to see it July 28th. But definitely download next week's episode. If you haven't subscribed to the Boo Crew please do so. It means a lot to us, helps the show, but also yeah. you don't want to miss the chat with Danny and Michael. You're going to fall in love with them. Also wanted to mention that the SAG after strike continues and we stand alongside the writers, performers, filmmakers, and crew all affected. And if you want to help show your support beyond posting on social media, which definitely aids in increasing the volume of the conversation, you can also donate to the entertainment community fund that supports crew members who are out of work, prop masters, lighting, set deck, all these, these wonderful people that make these movies and stories possible. So I just wanted to mention that. The Boo Crew dusts a fright flick off the shelf for Ah! Horror Homework. Horror Homework time now from us here in the Speakeasy studio. And we'll do this. We haven't done it in a while. And Leo, all the way out in beautiful downtown... Ignorant! But wait. What? Doesn't Leo not have a movie? Yeah, but it's fine. Because this horror homework, we're not only going to talk about films. Yeah, we're not only going to talk about films. We're going to talk about horror content. 
we consumed or experienced, whether it's movies or not, or stuff in the news that we've been reading about recently, or just stuff that's kind of been going on in our world. Remember, I, I was in Scream 6, you guys were not, so I'm on strike because <laughs> support the SAG, you know? Jeremy Corbell, he's been posting his incredible um, the podcasts, and yeah. um, we've been staying on top of all this ufo news that has been coming out hey this could be horror depending on how you look at it so for some people it might be for some people it might be for me and lauren i know uh we're very excited about what might be transpiring leo what are your thoughts it's definitely horror i mean you know because i don't think we're ready for the truth and everybody's like yeah beam me up scotty yeah take me to your plan you know but it's like hey we're gonna we're about to find out the raft lizard people or some shit or we were manipulated by some, what? you know, Half some lizard gray, people. you know. Yeah, we're, we're about to find out some crazy truths that's going to wipe out every history book we've ever known. And then we're all just going to stare at each other like, what? In shock, you know. It's coming, you know, the truth is coming and it's coming fast. Jeremy's podcast is weaponized. It's uh, him and journalist, investigative journalist, George Knapp. And we've had the pleasure of having Jeremy on the show. He also one of the nicest dudes ever. So smart. So on top of all this stuff. And a lot of the news that is coming out about UFOs now referred to as UAPs. He's been on the cusp of all of it. He's 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 so many steps further than all of us. And he he always he knows this information is trickling our way. So basically, if you're not on top of everything, uh, there was a whistleblower. Lower. Leo, can you kind of, I don't know, uh, in a nutshell, uh, quickly explain sort of David Grush, who he is and what he's saying and now what is happening at the end of this month? Yeah, he's a, he was a, a very, very um, high ranking uh, official, you know, in the intelligence community in the Pentagon for his department. And, and his job was to to basically look into these programs, you know, and at some point when he started looking into the programs and and somebody didn't like it they they cut off his access and he went up and filed a formal complaint with like an like a legit official like you know like an attorney general you know for the pentagon type thing and they were like yeah you're right like you know you you should not have lost your access because you've asked some deep questions as to what's going on where you know he got fed up with it and basically retired basically just resigned or should i say he's not getting his pension he's not gonna gonna get his retirement not gonna get anything he gave up his career to basically say, "Hey, I don't like what's going on, but I'm, but I'm, I've been, I've been cleared. So what, what I'm about to tell you is a lot of disclosure stuff that I do not personally see, but the people that I've talked to have. So you know, he's a very credible guy. He's, he's, you don't get more credible than that guy, you know." So he basically came out and said, and if you watch that one hour interview and, and I heard that there's a, like a seven hour version of it, there's a, a longer version Whoa. that we're probably not going to, we're not going to get to see because uh, apparently, um, news is Newsmax, the, uh, the company that, that, uh, aired it, they own the tapes. So unless they decide to do something with it, like we're not going to get to see the full thing, but anyways, whatever he disclosed, he was cleared to do so. Of course, you know, we're not we're not seeing photos, we're not seeing videos yet, but he knows all about that. And there's a lot of stuff. And it's, it's not just about the sightings. It's, it's about these non-human intelligences he refers to that says, hey, sometimes there were pilots, you know? Yeah, reverse engineering programs where they've yeah. recovered, crashed UFOs, yep. basically. And basically, and it kind of says like everything Bob Lazar has been saying since the 80s is true. 
And the funny thing is, you know, I think one of the things to caught me off guard was, you know, everybody refers to 80 years, 80 years since Roswell, and he's like, 90 years, because he's, he actually disclosed, and we didn't, I don't think we knew that, there was a 1933 crash in Italy. Mm, that's right. That, oh, yeah. That the Vatican was a part of. Was that the Vatican the, like, helped. first recorded one? Yeah, that's, yeah, in that interview that yeah. was. Yeah. Was it News Nation? I think that, uh, I th- yeah, something. It's, it's one, of those, one of those new news channels. Um, but yeah, I was surprised to hear that that that, that we actually have the re- remainders of that crash in our in our possession. You know, and it's not so, just him that's saying that. A lot of other high-ranking no. officials are backing yes. his claim, which is where it gets really interesting. And then right. you've got to think: if it's not true, why would all these people in such high clearance positions? be making this up what would they have to gain right by making all this stuff up in fact look at what they would have to lose on doing this i mean i'm surely it's very illegal to be towing a line like this with absolutely no credibility behind them but they do have credibility and that's why this thing is going to congress on the 26th of this month and apparently by the time you listen to this, uh, it's Wednesday night we're recording. Thursday morning at around, I think by 9 a.m., we should know who will be testifying. I'm so excited. Yeah. This hearing, I, I, it's going to be insane. And if you follow the hashtag UFO Twitter, there's been a lot of re- re- reveals already who's going to be there. And it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. I feel like it's like the K-Rock Acoustic Christmas announcement. Yes, yes. <laughs> like all rumors of the bands that are playing oh, and everybody's man. trying to figure it out. And we're all going to find out. Like Klein and Allie are going to announce it. Yeah. What do you think is yeah. going to be the ramifications if, if indeed this is all true? And they have been reverse engineering crashed alien spaceships. And we have proof of intelligent life from outer space what do you think the ramifications because i see it as that that could be the scary part because humans can be crazy we've seen it right people start wars people start cults i think it could bring out it has the potential to bring out the crazy in the crazies and uh yeah like you said rewrite history books who knows what effect that could have on it's just everything. I'm curious about, like, how does this impact uh, entertainment? Are people going to be, I don't know, turned off of watching horror for a while because they're horrified of what's going on in the real world and they're so, it's all surreal. Everything they've known is, is not what they thought. You know, I, I, I feel uh, like horror fans are prepared for this. Come sure. on. I agree. Hey, I, I'm, I'm a thousand percent down with that. We're going to handle this. We can handle this. Best. Okay. We can handle this. But I'm just saying, for the vast majority of people, the how's it gonna affect the the people watching sure. like, the christmas movies but you know how it, yeah. will it have an effect on entertainment will it have an effect on just everything at least for a while until the shock of everything tides over if this is all true how can it not yeah it's gonna affect different people in different ways yeah and- but it will be massively impactful and i mean what a cool and interesting thing to go through in one's lifetime yeah it's wild I've yeah, that's the biggest story ever. It's the biggest. It's the biggest story ever. You were reading some crazy stuff from some website about theories about what information is going to come out and what they have learned about the ships and there, aliens. Yeah, and there the was grays and there was one was article that's been going crazy. around, and people are 
yeah, wondering if it's a have you read it, Leo? A hoax or not? It's very interesting. It's an amazingly written piece. I gotta say, if it's if it's a piece of creepy pasta, it's it's amazingly effective. It's so so good. Yeah. But it was about so it's a site UAP Max, and this editorial's written saying that two days ago my world changed it happened on twitter i've been researching the ufos more recently the uip disclosure and event history for 30 years along the way i believe we were all being visited blah 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 blah. goes on and on and on and they end up being contacted by someone who direct messaged them they said they wanted to talk read some of this person's articles liked like their verve so with a grain of salt they started talking they talked and talked and three hours later the writer of this article says my world had been shattered everything i thought i knew about aliens disclosures and ufos was wrong in almost every way they are here they have at minimum three operating bases earth side and possibly one or more moon side and within our solar system and way way beyond i have no idea where or how many remember where when kirkpatrick said we may have a mothership in our neighborhood it all became clearer two days ago goes on basically to say that there's videos of biden meeting with aliens there's videos of uaps basically incinerating warplanes into piles of dust and that we're going to see all these videos in two weeks and it stands by that claim that we're going to see all these videos and all this proof in two weeks and it's going to shatter our reality. When you say Biden meeting aliens, yes, like yes. they're shaking hands, they're at a I, barbecue. I, I, like, I, whoa, no no idea how, how in-depth this is or if it's true at all. But it's very entertaining if it's not. But it's very, uh, you know, it's very the, the article is very detailed. But yes, yeah, says that these videos of Biden finding this information out are going to be revealed. Have you read that, Leo? I have not actually. Yeah, it's been it's um, been floating around on Twitter. But again, I I can't yeah, uh, stand by that. the validity of the article if it's just for entertainment purposes or not. But uh, you know, it's bringing out all sorts of interesting stuff, right? All sorts of interesting thoughts and fictions, and who knows if that's if if what's happening is the reality. Who knows what's possible, right? Anything's anything's fair game. The Boo Crew will be right back. A hand rises. From below the earth, a woman's head, her shoulders, a torso, a whole body rises. The body jolts, robot-like. The body sits upright. The man who controls this deliciously grotesque invention is Shanks. The invention is a little black box. And the woman rising from the grave is, to put it frankly, Dead. Paramount Pictures presents the world-famous mime Marcel Marceau as Shanks, a new concept in the macabre, wherein the good come out of the grave and the evil are sent to fill the vacancy. Shanks. In color, rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. The dead give thanks to Shanks. planning a trip to vegas right part of that trip we've always that's scary we, oh, we've always been yeah we've always been curious to see zach baggins haunted museum and i think leo that this might happen nice would you ever go there leo uh yeah i, I i'd go but I'd, I'd be very careful like i'm not gonna touch anything or yeah know. yeah 
Well, I guess there's certain rooms. So if anyone doesn't know, so Zach Baggins, famous paranormal TV researcher, has opened up this haunted museum basically in an old victorian mansion in las vegas and he's housed some of the most haunted objects in the world there serial killer paraphernalia all sorts of dark items sprawled through this house i think it's like 30 rooms and you can go through it and it's interactive and you come face to face with all of these very evil things and a lot of things have been purported to have happened in that place i think they had to shut it down for a while because they had the um rocking chair from the the devil made me do it court case where i think someone possessed was sitting on that rocking chair or something i remember leo you knew the story um and pass it along to us but yeah so and then they have the staircase from the demon house that house we've talked about uh based on that you know the documentary he filmed when he bought this haunted house sight unseen and moved his crew in there insane stuff ensued and this is a case where i think like cps workers and police saw a child walk up a wall onto the ceiling flip over backwards all sorts of insane stuff so he moved in there ends up leaving with significant damage to his eyesight and he has to wear these prism glasses now and he has part of that house in the museum and i think you have to sign an additional waiver or something to be able to see that so we were kind of going through like hey would we would we do it would we dare do it and come that close and i don't know part of that stuff when it comes to this that stuff even if it's like psychosomatic that's something i'll probably just carry with me for the rest of the day or the week and anything that happens off i will blame it on that yeah you will right would you do that lauren would you like would you go down and experience that just to have that experience and to see what if there's any truth to it if you felt anything would you be curious i mean i'm curious but would you welcome it like that if someone said something's crazy gonna happen to you are you sure that you gotta sign this waiver well if someone said like something crazy is gonna happen to you then no would you want something crazy to happen to you? Because maybe if something crazy happened to you, that would change your whole belief system about the afterlife. No, no, I'm cool. Not. You're, you're fine. Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm like, especially when I was little, I would just lay in bed and be like, okay, like I want to see my mom, like show me a sign. And like, then I was like, no, 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 I don't want to. I was like too scared. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like, I scare myself. The only one time was like, one time I was like, Winky, like that was our dog. And I was like, I, if Winky is here, if you're still here following me around, cause I kind of feel like she's with me all the time. I was like, give me a sign. And like, as I said that in my head, our new dog started barking and growling like cra- oh. it was like like clockwork and then i was like well oh, that's weird <laughs> besides haunted dogs like i don't know i'm a chicken i mean i definitely am a chicken but i also like like cool old victorian houses and i can't be pulled away from like i love museums and all that stuff i love yeah. collections so yeah like, people i've talked to love it they say and all the reviews are like it is the coolest place you'll ever go like i want like a little spooky but yeah. not anything crazy spooky. right yeah no ghosts that follow you home kind of thing that's right i would do it like i said I, you know I, i'd be very careful like not to um give it too much interest you know more like just go for the experience and probably hopefully walk in walk out and not feel not sense anything you know i mean people do feel things people are affected people i don't know maybe they're haunted by something like that you know but i 
I guess the curiosity me in you know just yeah, I, I'd, I'd want to do it, you know, but it doesn't change my mind because I do believe in all this stuff. I do yeah. believe in the paranormal. I just you know, like you said, I don't want anything attaching. That. I don't need a hitchhiker effect, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, it's the same thing. I obviously do believe in it if I am trepidatious about it in any way, right? I've read enough stuff, <laughs> seen enough movies, <laughs> yeah. documentaries to be significantly spooked out by it. I'm, you know, it's kind I'm of ready. proven to me, I would say. All right. Well, we'll report back if we do end up going. I think we're going to end up going to the museum. I don't know if we'll go to the crazy parts of it that you got to sign the waiver well, to. It's but. only if John is going to babysit. Oh, okay. And I haven't talked to him yet, right. but we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. All right. What else? Uh, oh, we got an exclusive announcement. That's totally right. So this is mm-hmm. this is just to you, our closest friend, you Bucher listener, hearing us right now. So Lauren and I are launching an all new podcast. In addition to being here on the Bucher, the Bucher isn't going anywhere. But we're making a return to the horror fiction space with a show concept that we dreamt up called the Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings and Odd Goings On. It is the title of all titles. <laughs> Could it be longer? It sounds like like a Harry Potter sequel. <laughs> the Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings and All Goings On. Yeah, that's right. So the plan is an episode a week. Each one is a different self-contained horror story performed as audio theater with music, sound design. And this time, not only stories we write ourselves and tales from the darkest corners of the internet, which to be honest, has been a little off-putting in researching them i'm not gonna lie it's very disturbing stuff but also a strong focus on bringing to life the works of guest writers including yourself who are encouraged to submit your short stories poems and other creative ideas as well so we can help bring them to life in this new show it's got beautiful theme music by none other than the newton brothers some of the most talented composers alive and some extremely amazing performances from many incredible actors and the whole thing kind of takes place in a mysterious shop run by a character called the antique dealer so every episode is tied to a different relic in the store and along the way you're going to meet different characters who work in the shop that are going to offer you different experiences as you work your way through its world and that'll be in the weeks to come so the show has not officially launched yet we're still awaiting to announce that in the next while but for you as a boo crew listener exclusive the first episode is available right now for you on Apple and Spotify, and it features a cast that is bl- fucking blowing our minds. <laughs> so, star of Hush, Midnight Mass, Haunting of Hill House, and more. She makes everything she does feel absolutely alive and electric with an emotional charge and depth that is so damn fun to fall into. That would be Kate Siegel. And alongside her, director nice. of Werewolves Within, director and star of favorites like Scare Me, and most recently, the architect of an impeccable performance in A Wounded Fawn, the one and only Josh Rubin. So the two of them are squaring yes. off in our very first story <laughs> uh, with music from the Newton brothers. Come on, man. So as you were the first to hear this, please give it a listen. Even if you hate it, rate it, rate it five stars to help us. There's no way you're going to hate it. If you're going to hate what we do, fine, but you're not going to hate what Kate and Josh do in the story of the Newton brothers. So write a quick review, tell your friends. And if you are a performer or a writer, a previous guest of the show, who's interested in being part of an upcoming episode, don't hesitate 
to reach out. We are doing this very much in the spirit of collaboration. So go to your podcast provider of choice and search Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings. Or just Antiquarium. I think it's like one of the only ones on there. And you're going to find us and find the show. And thanks for coming along with us on the adventure because it's going to be fun. Yeah. We've got a lot of episodes already Dude. wrapped up, so we know kind of what's... Uh, the, there's yeah. some really cool shit coming in the next few weeks. So, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. We're excited. We're very excited. And by the way, wasn't this a tease in a previous episode that I was uh, engaging with a couple of listeners? Possibly about? or maybe. There might be some connection to some hidden Easter eggs throughout the, the Boo Crew world. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Lauren's looking like, what the fuck? Wait, what? You'll, you'll get it. Set of yeah, so there's uh, certain things that are popped in, that have popped in episodes randomly. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. It's late. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. It is getting late. Well, speaking of that, we're going to move on. Uh, all right. Films. I watched. Well, because you watched something else. Yeah. Did I fall asleep? No, you left before I was watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That happens. So. I was trying to keep myself awake while catching up on some work. And I decided to check out Renfield because I had been wanting to see this movie. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was on Peacock and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was gory as S. I'm kind of surprised because I remember we were looking through things to watch together and we whipped past it and I was like, yeah, I'm curious about it, but I don't know. It looks like, I don't know. It looked like a comedy and I didn't know if I, I was mean, in the mood for one and right. uh, I didn't know what to think. It is a horror com- comedy, yeah. but I do love horror comedy. Yeah, so. as do I. I just wasn't in the mood that particular night, you know? Right. But you're saying that it had an extremely gory side too. Yeah. Like the horror I was thick in did it. did not expect that like the first 10 minutes i was blown away i was like whoa what just happened and i got sucked in get it sucked Ah, in she got the sucked in yes it was (laughs) um the acting was great i mean nicholas cage was amazing nicholas holt uh aquafina it's just a really fun movie with a great twist i don't want to give too much away but it's definitely worth checking out you think scarlet will like it (sighs) oh she is a teenager yeah she's very picky yes she is a hard one to please but you know what she's she's got a pretty good list of favorites already at 14 yeah she does her number one favorite leo is midsummer right now like that's the, her number oh, one surprising. movie, Midsummer. That's surprising. We we fast forward some parts. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, that's t- yeah. I was gonna say cause cause really yeah, because yeah. that yeah. was like she was like yeah, she was like hey, uh, I, I, I need to watch it. And I'm like God, and that was the only parts. That was the only reason that I was really like ah, there's some pretty uh, stuff that I hadn't seen since I saw this movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she was that's totally weird. down. She thought it was great. And uh, what else? She she loved Hereditary. Um, what else is uh, Jennifer's mm-hmm. body? And then of course, evil dead rise is like on the top of her list. And then Fetty. Nice. Fetty's 2013 evil dead. The taking uh, of Deborah. Logan. Taking of Deborah Logan, which she cannot watch a second time. She says it's like the most disturbing thing. And I mean, I, That's I, I agree with that movie. I, I remember I turned it off one because it was almost too intense. That movie was fucking scary. Yeah, but the creepy, exorcist yeah. boring. Yeah. She thought the exorcist was boring. Yeah. I oh. just like, 
part of me died when she said that mm. well you know she, she's redeemed herself with uh mr mind talk to me she, she loved talk to me we took her to talk yeah. to me yeah what yeah. were you gonna say leo no i was gonna say she because you know it's interesting because um i'd sit down with her a couple times and i'd, I'd tutor her in math and whatever science you know yeah and there were a couple things that blew me away because she's a very smart kid you know and there were a couple things involving quarters right and i was kind of like i don't get it like, like she doesn't see this she's not you know and i realized she didn't grow up with it yeah she didn't grow up with change in her hand like That's everything's right. credit yeah. card today everything's, Interesting. everything's yeah. paid for everything's you know so it's a different world you know so we grew up we're like do we have enough change how much is this how much is three quarters how much is three quarters and ten dime you know and she, she didn't grow up with that and it's the same thing it's like kind of like religion you know she didn't grow up with that yeah she grew up with iphones so and aliens yeah <laughs> and ai so she might be scared yeah she might be scared of ai and aliens oh. but there's no like evil, like the fear of evil is not there you know and i think because we all grew up with it, it doesn't matter what religion you were or are even if you don't believe you know we still have that fear of something you know i think that's why movies like the exorcist were terrifying to us because you know um, because we're like man that's the devil's real oh shit look at that you know yeah the kids today are like kids today are like nope not buying it i don't know i don't know what that is who cares it sounds stupid it sounds, it sounds boring you know well i wonder how they're gonna address that in the new exorcist movie that's gonna come out i'm assuming they're gonna do a darn good job at it oh man i, I, I bet she's gonna I love it i bet she's gonna love it where did they yeah. where did they premiere that was that at a comic-con or something it was at one of the cons, but it was for like the mainstream movies. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I remember, I remember. Oppenheimer and all that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. everybody, like all the non-horror, you know, media were there. Yeah. So it was covered like broadly. Yeah, I remember that. It was covered, but nobody. I mean, still, there's no footage of that movie. Just on a tangent here, while we were talking about just disturbing things in general, I was reading about this thing called Ran Randonautica. Have you heard about this, guys? Randonautica. No. I think I got it right. Let me just make. I'm gonna Google it. Make sure I have it. Rand. Uh, it smells like a. It sounds oh, like a perfume. I was like, it smells like what? <laughs> it? Why does it smell in here? They're freaking me out. Okay, yeah, Rand. Like Randonautica. So it's 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 a it's a reality game app that you could get on your like iPhone and Android and. I'm not endorsing this anyway. I'm just talking about it because it freaked me out. But basically, like, geolocates you. There were some news stories about this a while ago. Like, it geolocates you, and you pick an intention, and then it sends you to different locations on, like, a real-life scavenger hunt kind of thing. And oh, wow. it actually brought somebody at some point to a beach... And on the beach was a briefcase, and in the briefcase was human remains. What? Yeah, is that real? That's, oh, that's creepy. Yeah, there was all. I think it was that. I think that one was covered in in the news, I believe, because they did a whole piece on this app and how it was kind of like working, like it almost like taps into your subconscious and works like a giant Ouija board almost like you give it intentions. So there's all sorts of TikToks you can kind of fall into online where people are like setting the intention as death and then following the path that this app takes you on through your city or whatever. And people finding the most disturbing things, but Randonautica 
look up all the stories online. There's some really creepy ones. I watched one video, whether it's true or not, I don't even care. It's just very entertaining. But this one video, these people, it took them to um, like an old monastery or something. So they go there. And they're standing there looking in front of it. They're like, oh, we're at this beautiful old you know, monastery. And then way in the background, they go, wait, what is that? And they're like, what, what do you mean? It's like, hold the dog. What the fuck is that? And they show way in the background. And there's this group of like six girls with their heads all touching this pole. And they're surrounding this pole or tree somewhere in the background. And all their foreheads are touching this pole. You can't see their faces. And they're just all connected staring at this at the ground and all their foreheads are touching this pole in the distance and the camera zooms in and then cuts right there no nope. it's the most disturbing thing ever oh man That's like not creepy at randonautica all. would you do it leo shoot nope. i don't i don't want to go near it man hell no i would never play with a ouija board i would never play randonautica <laughs> you always find the weirdest shit well you know like i said yeah. you're doing all this research for the antiquarium you never know what you find yeah make a great story but yeah, go on that on that tangent. Uh, yeah, Randonautica TikToks. Uh, I did see a movie. I saw a movie. I checked out the Tubi exclusive Play Dead. So that came out nice. on the streaming service about a month or so ago. It's been out there. I think it ended up premiering at a, a festival a few years back, maybe a year ago. So it's directed by Patrick Lucier. So this guy was Wes Craven's main editor on the, in the latter part of his career, including the first four Scream movies. He did a new nightmare. And Patrick was also the reason we were lucky enough to have Jamie freaking Kennedy over to our house for the film trick that he was also responsible for back in 2019. That's right. By the way, I miss Jamie Kennedy. I know. We got to have him back. Like he, uh, once his strike and everything's over with, we got to have him back and, um, or he he can just come hang. Right. Yeah. Just chat. He's the best dude ever. Anyway, plays dead. Play dead uh, stars the always wonderful Bailey Madison. You'd know her from Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, also Strangers, Pray at Night. And it turns out yes. she's also a massive horror fan herself. So note to self, we also got to get her in here at some point. So nice. in this film, she plays opposite a deliciously psychotic mortician, played perfectly by Jerry O'Connell. So through a twisted set of circumstances, Bailey's character Chloe fakes her own death to break into a morgue where this really fun game of cat and mouse fires up between her and the mortician. I had a great time with this one. It's kind of like Die Hard meets Autopsy of Jane Doe. The gore effects are awesome and apparently so intense that Bailey's real life sister had to walk out of a screening. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. It is so cool. But it is that tension that Bailey is so great at conveying that makes this film so fun to watch as she runs around this creepy morgue and here you'll see Jerry O'Connell at his evil best. There was a small bit in the middle that was a smidge slow for me, but it picked up quickly enough to not make me turn it off. And I'm so glad I stuck around. So one of the producers on this one is Johannes Roberts himself, director of Strangers Pray at Night, but of another masterpiece intention, 47 meters down, right? Oh, so good. And uh, the latest. Yeah. And the latest Resident Evil movie, too. So um, which I loved. Remember, Leo and you and I went and saw that one. Remember the screening of the city, man? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It was so good. Oh, all right. So Play Dead is free on Tubi. So go check that out. That said, anything else you guys want to discuss before we kind of wrap it up? No, I just, you know, back in my mind every day, of course, is is the strike um, because 
it's going to affect a lot of these movies, you know? Yep. A lot of movies, especially their, their friends are in, their friends have made, have put their, you know, heart and soul and all their money in, into making these films. And it's like, it puts everything into jeopardy. It's like their, their odds of getting to a film festival or, you know, some kind of, you know, getting sold or released or whatever, you know? So it's like, it's, it's a bit painful because, yeah, we got a lot of horror to watch, sure, but there's a lot that we're not going to see for a while now. You know, everything from Stranger Things to um, The uh, the Last of Us, you know, all these great shows are not going to be, you know, made for a while. And it's it's unfortunate, but, you know, we support the unions and, and, and these these people that work so hard behind the scenes, not just the actors, but the writers and the electricians, carpenters, makeup people, and, you know, set designers and all that that are all out of jobs, you know, and... Uh, just like you mentioned before, dude, we, you know, if you could find a way to support them, whatever, um, is going around, uh, officially, you know, try to support, if, if you can, you can try to support them. And if not, if it's as simple as watching their old movie, their movie, their stuff that they've been in or stuff that they worked on, you know, because that, that there's no boycott on that. There's no boycott on streaming or, you know, supporting, uh, stuff that's out there. So if you can, you know, do that at least, um, but we hope for the best. One thing to mention before we go, if you're in or near the LA area the weekend of July 28th, we're going to be at the Bloody Disgusting booth on the convention floor at Midsummer Scream in Long Beach, along with over 350 other vendors. So please come say, hey, we're going to be there with many of the podcasts on the Bloody Disgusting Network. Also, BD's Scream Box, or I guess Bloody FM. I call it, is that the old name, the Bloody Disgusting Network? Yeah, we're bloody. Yeah. Bloody FM. And Bloody Disgusting Screambox will be hanging out there. And if you didn't know it, Screambox is available on your Apple TV. Which is amazing. It's so fucking awesome having that on the Apple yes. TV app now. Oh, my God. And the back catalog is so damn good on Screambox. I could just sit there and watch Screambox all day. I wish. Dude, the stuff they curate is 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 really good. There's more stuff on there I want to watch than any other streaming service. That was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 393. Hopefully it wasn't too painful for you. I know we rambled. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Production tracks for this episode provided by the great folks at Powerman 5000. Till next time, on behalf of myself, Trevor, Lauren, Lauren Blatt, Lauren and Leo, it is the Boo Crew saying... Sweet screams. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting Podcast Network. Bye. A bloody disgusting podcast network. Home of the Boo Crew. Horror-centric interviews. SCP archives. Weekly full cast storytelling. Horror queers. Genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective. And creepy. For disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts. 
Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. 